We know the stats, the number of people with anxiety is at an all-time high, and especially among the younger generations. And all this anxiety often manifests, manifests itself in social situations. So my next guest says he has seen more and more parents concerned about their kids' social skills. So he's sharing four research-based principles to teach your kids in the home so they feel more comfortable outside of it. Yeah. Thanks for jumping back Good to in, be Matt. back, Amy. Okay, so tell us more about you. You, yeah. you mentioned you're seeing this actually in oh, your practice. Over and over, and it's, I, I think COVID kind of did it. It created a big air bubble in our social game, and now we're just trying to kind of get that air out, let that gas out. But part of the dilemma is, I think, we don't necessarily know how to do it, and then when you're anxious, you start to hide more. And the more you hide, the, the worse you get socially, right? So one of my rules is always, we go to everything, and we can always leave early if we have to, right? So if you have a child that's a little anxious, we're still going to go to everything. And then if you need to come home, you can come home I when like you want to come home. But no matter what, when we go, we're going to just live four simple rules anytime we talk to anybody. That way you don't have to think it's all on you and you need to, like, be an amazing communicator. All you have to do is live four basic rules. Okay, I'm, so, I'm excited to hear these because I also kind of work in my high school and I oh, see this yeah. a lot, oh, too. You okay, so your first one is... This is a so journalist simple. rule. Yeah. To be curious. be curious. Yeah, you don't, you, a lot of us need, think we need to show how much we know. And that kind of creates a one-upsmanship in kind of our conversations. But all you really need to be is curious. The minute you ask questions to people, try to figure out what they're thinking. Try to figure out, like when they introduce themselves and they say whatever they are professionally, ask them more about it. What made you want to get into that? And you can just start diving into deeper questions about them. And most people love talking about themselves. Yes. So if you're curious, they'll just keep going and it gives you an opportunity to just learn and take the pressure off. And I think as adults too, sometimes we have to be careful about not peppering kids with questions. Yeah, exactly. I think I feel so bad for these high school, especially seniors, and every adult is saying, what are you going to do next year? What do you want to <laughs> do? What do you want to be, be when you grow up? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And that I a... think that gives oh, them yeah. anxiety oh, yeah. well, they, And they feel it, and then they don't, they don't necessarily feel like they have the power to go ask all the questions. Yeah. So sometimes you just need to get one conversation going, and then whatever they say and talk about, don't assume you know what they mean. Go a little deeper. And if you don't know what they're talking about, say, Can, tell me what you mean by that. I don't know what you mean by that. And and then people will open up. Okay. Power. Be curious. That's a great first one. The second one, get in sync. What are we yeah. getting in sync with? So human beings are wired for synchrony. We're wired to, if you cry, I'm wired, if I pay attention to you, to start going into those same emotional centers in my mind and brain, and I'll start to emote too. That's why we laugh when people laugh. That's why we cry when people cry. That's why we, we get yawn. startled. when pe Yeah, we <laughs> yawn when people yeah. yawn. We startle when people trip because we're in sync. But all this technology takes us away from the syncing of it with others because we're too caught up in our own thing. Put your phones down, pay attention, turn your body to theirs, look into their face, and just try to pick up as much data as you can. The rule is when you, when you pair with somebody, you share the same emotion. So you can learn a lot by just learning to pair with another person. Research in marriages, every time your partner says something or comes home, we should turn and do what's called a bid. Hey, babe, how you doing? And we talk to our partner. And if they return and turn back, it creates connection. So people in our social interactions, we create connection by just pairing. It reminds me of a trick you'll use like in sales. So, I, you know, yeah. working at the Cottonwood Mall back in the day, I remember my boss telling me, try to 
like even act a little bit like they yeah. act or yeah. they use their same right? voice. Yeah, right. that's what that reminds yeah, me that's of. That's basically that. And it's and it, it's it's kind of rapport building, we call it. And there's just certain ways to do it. But we don't even need to get in any way complicated about it. If all you do is turn off the distractions and put your attention on the other, you'll start to pick up more connection naturally. Okay, I like it. And of course, be a light, not a judge. Yeah. Don't be judgy. Humans thrive on positivity. So the more positivity you bring to the moment, to the situation, to whatever topic we're bringing up, the better you are. The more negativity you bring up, you create a wall between you and other people, and you'll generally see them want to move away from you. So again, you don't need to be fake, but if they're talking about the weather, you don't have to just jump on board and hate it. You could get on and say, you know what? Yeah, it's really hard right now, but don't you love it when you can go out and we have that clean air? And just find a positive opportunity or spin. You'll also see people that thrive on the negativity, but the negativity also is kind of a low-end way to build relationships with people. You don't want to just be groaning and moaning because everyone else is groaning. Don't sink with someone over negativity. That's right, yeah. That <laughs> okay. would, yeah. Then you're going to pay for That's it. That's a bad thing. That's right. Um, and then finally, show you care with sincere service. One of the greatest ways to connect to another human is just charity. Do a charitable act for the benefit of the other, right? Whatever they need. If it's at the end of a party, help them clean up. If they're walking to their car, make sure they get to their car and get in their car okay, right? Whatever it is, just serve them. Find some way to serve them. If they're acting like they're not very good about something or they're putting themselves down, do the service of lifting them back up, right? So the rules when you think of these, they're, they're, th they're basic things like charity, positivity, synchrony. They're very basic rules and curiosity. And when we do that, it makes it so you don't need to think of everything. You just need to be the best you you can be in this conversation, and the conversation will take care of itself. Yeah, I like you giving kids that um, opportunity. Just find a way to serve someone. Mm -hmm. Let me get you a drink. Yeah. Let me get you a plate. Mm -hmm. um, and you have um, a charity toolkit, you say, that we can all use that yeah. can help us in this situation. Well, and so, so basically whenever I think of charity, a lot of what I think about is are there ways that I can serve them. So I kind of it's kind of like the love languages in a way. How can I use words to serve? How can I use my time to serve? How can I use my attention? How can I use just my energy or how can I give a gift or give them something? There are always ways to serve charitably, right? And when we bring the charity in, we can also put other people at ease. It lifts our trust with each other. We really trust each other more. And a really favorite one is always be loyal to the human that's not in the room. Don't talk bad about someone else because the minute you do, you show everybody how not charitable you are. And then the person you're talking to wonders what you say about them when you're yeah. not talking to them. That's exactly oh, right. Always. Yeah. All right. Now you have a Valentine's date yeah. night so coming cool. up. Everyone's favorite. This is one of my favorite things to do. We just gather. It's going to be at Murray High School and it's on Valentine's night. So oh, it's kind of the first time we've ever done night. it on Valentine's night. Yeah. But the benefit of this is you don't have to like go get a bunch of presents. You just bring that sweetie of yours, bring your friends, your neighbors. If you have adult kids, it's a great place that are married. Bring them or dating. Um, you just go to matttownsend.com. It'll be two hours from seven to nine. We'll laugh, we'll have a ton of fun, but you're gonna learn some real skills about how to lift your relationships. Yeah, a couple of our producers, the young ones, were yeah. like, we wanna come, they, and we so I think they might we'll do a double in. date. We'll hook them up. Okay, thanks okay. so much.